The number one thing you get about property management is to be able to. So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Um, Let's dive right in, leveraging property management. We manage the property, uh, it makes it hard to go with somebody else, actually. <laughs> like, uh, like I don't, I don't, I didn't sell every property that I manage. I managed, you know, I'm, uh, a lot of property, I don't, I didn't sell all of them. In fact, I did get a lot of management accounts from other agents. Um, but, um, and my investors will buy, so here's, here's how I put it to you. My investors, my big investors, right? And the little ones are different. The big investors, they buy, you know, I mean, they buy all over the country and they might buy all over the world. They, they have, they're in all kinds of things, right? If you've got millions of dollars in the bank, you're not just buying real estate in Vegas. So, but um, my really good investors, they typically would rather buy something here because they have experienced what most property managers are like, right? And they, real estate is relatively safe. Like, you know, I know, I mean, a lot of people think real estate is so risky. It's, it's we think about it, it's one of the safest things you can buy because it's always going to go up eventually. And even if it goes down, it's going to go up, right? It's never going to drop to zero like a stock. And you, you're all, you can always make cash flow on real estate, right? It's, it's a beautiful investment. So for if you're if you're kind of person that says, oh, I'll put half a million dollars in the stocks and the stock market tanks, guess what happens immediately? They come right back to real estate every time. And they'd rather come here because they know we're going to take care of everything for them from start to finish. And that's what property management, the number one thing you get out of property management is to be able to, to, um, is be able to tell an investor that you can, I will sell you the house. I will, I will get you contractors to fix up the house. That's very important. I will manage the property and I will never call you again unless you want, some people want to be called, but most investors would rather you just handle it unless something goes horribly wrong and then you call them. And that is how we do so well. And I, I can't tell you how many times investors told me, well, I'm coming there because you're there, but they could buy anywhere in, in the world, really. I mean, when, you know, I have investors all over the world and they could buy anywhere. And so, uh, and Vegas makes it, it's a little bit easier with Vegas because Vegas is pop, you know, Vegas is a, is a well-known destination. I mean, we're not in, you know, Topeka, Kansas, or someplace like that, but still, um, people come here because we we do the whole thing for them. Now, in, in property management, um, the you know one thing I want to point out is if you do not if, if you don't want to be a property manager, that's a different podcast, right? That's I mean that's a that's a whole other thing. You don't need to be a property manager. You need to have a good property manager that you're partnered with. Okay. Now I could not find one um, at the time that I started property management. That uh, and that was one of the reasons I started. I wanted to make sure that investors had a very good experience throughout the entire process so they keep buying properties, right? Which was a very mm-hmm. good call when I did that. And this is 2006, I started, 2007, I started property management. Um, so, uh, but if you don't want to go down the rabbit hole, partner very closely with a really good property manager. And I partnered with a lot of agents, by the way, that are not property managers. They don't want to do it. They have no desire to do it. And so I partnered with them. I partner with property managers who don't want to manage short-term or furnished rentals. Because again, it's a whole different animal. Um, so I, so I do, I do deals with top local agents all the time. I mean, we, we refer, we refer business. And so that's something to think about when I say having a team, having a team or being, or or leveraging property management, you can, you can do it in different ways. If you don't want to, if you don't want to take on that level of responsibility. So when you do have the property manager, like when you do it, like that's one of the things I had deal a lot with investors and ironically, over the last few weeks, few months, we've been picking up Airbnbs left and right. Now, a lot of the, my initial investors, when they have one or two, they self-manage because it's easy and they know that I'm there. I can, you know, they can lean on me because the properties are like 10, 15, 30 minutes away from my house max. 
I don't mind helping them out. Like I don't mind calling my contractor, sending, sending them over, unclog the toilet, fix this or fix that. When you are setting up the property manager, what what sh- what should we be looking for? Like, what are the kind of compensation? Am I missing out on money by not quote unquote ma- actively managing these properties? Uh, should I be getting a property manager and make money there? Because I know I'm leaving money on the table, yeah. but I didn't want to take it away from my main business, which was obviously the real estate sales and acquisition. Um, so give, give give me some tips. Selfishly, give me some tips. So I'm not. Pissing money away here. Property management, you can't do it as a hobby. You can't. Um, a lot of people try it. Yeah. No, not let me rephrase. I should say that. If you want to manage four or five properties, you you, you wouldn't be in this category. It'd be like somebody who, who doesn't really sell a lot of real estate, right? They, well, I want, I want to manage four or five to pay my office bill. It's like, okay, whatever. You can do that yourself. Uh, I believe property management is meant to be large. Uh, it's meant to be large enough to where you can you can out you can leverage with with staffing, right? Um, mm-hmm. so um and managing short-term rentals is very lucrative. It, it, I think it's actually a it, no investor should manage their own short-term rental. I'm sorry, that, that makes no sense. It makes more sense for for a uh, for someone who lives in a house to manage short-term rental or like a mom and pop situation. If you're an actual investor, like a real investor, you should never manage a short-term rental because you're, you're leaving. Money. Well, this is like their first or second property, so they're new. They're, they're baby investors, right? New investors, but they're thinking ahead. So I'm trying to be one step ahead because next year we're picking up two, three, four. Yeah. At that point, if I have five people doing that, that's 25 properties, I'm not managing it, but I'm also not getting a cut. So I'm trying to be that one step ahead. Yeah. I mean, here's what I tell you. I'm, I'm in, I charge 20% managed short-term rentals. Um, and every, and I, every single one of my clients I manage makes more money than the 20% I charge them. And so that, let's put it that way. Um, so, and I've taken on short-term rentals that people were self-managing and the calendars were empty. And I'm like, uh, well, you know, you can pay me 20% of, of actual something or you can make 100% of, of nothing. It's like, <laughs> people, it, it's tough. It, it's, it's tough business. Uh, it requires a lot of attention. It requires a lot of adjustment. It's, it's, so property management is, is, you know, I manage 250 or so long-term rentals, right? I make almost the same amount of money managing 22 short-term rentals as I do with the long-term rentals. Holy shit, yeah. wow. Um, it'd be, uh, now there's more risk far more risk involved, right? Because long-term rentals is very stable. Like you just know what's going to be. Short-term rentals in theory, I mean, we had last January, we had Omicron, you know, everything kind of fell off. So it's more, it's a little bit more tourist dependent, um, but uh, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of risk. It's, it's, it's not even the same business really. It's not even property management. It's, you're running, I'm running 22, I'm taking on two, I'm assuming 24 individual businesses is what it is, right? Every property is its own business. It's not property management. And that's why I charge when people when I tell them I charge them 20%, they're like, oh, it's a lot. I say, well, think about it this way. I'm actually, I'm actually paying you 80% to provide a property. That's it. You get 80% to get to, to provide a property and do nothing else. I think it's a pretty good deal. And you know, people, they I've never not gotten a, a property. So honestly, I should charge more and maybe I will eventually. But um, um my, my point is short-term rentals is very lucrative if it's managed, if it's managed correctly. If you run it like a business, you look at your PLs. Um, I mean, think about it on, on a long-term real, you don't need a P. I mean, you, you have P and L's, but it's not that complicated. An SDR is complicated. Every month income is different. Every month expenses are different. Uh, you got utilities, you got vendors, you got maintain the pool. And, and you know, on, on long-term rentals, you can just you know, tell a tenant to do it. But on, you know, on a, on a guest aren't going to do it. If they're in town for three, for three days, paying $1,000 a night, they're not going to be, you know, calling a deal with internet problems. And uh, you got to do it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a customer service business. So I wouldn't do it as a hobby, but I would say if you got 10, 12, I mean, you should manage them uh, and, or hire, find someone locally who can. It's hard to find, by the way. If you can find someone that actually knows what they're doing, managing short-term rentals, your clients will make more money 
uh, and guaranteed with a good a good short-term real manager you'll make more money hey i just wanted to jump in here and let you know if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner or you can just click the link in the description below now back to the show and I, and so, I, so the opportunity that I'm thinking, it's like, find somebody who's really good, who manages. I have, I have a friend who does about 150 doors or 200 doors and just say, Hey, say again. Short term rentals. Yeah. Oh, wow. That must be condos. Okay. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> that's a lot of work. You know, so, so he's got a full team in place and it just basically get a percentage of whatever, whatever's coming yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, you work out a deal. I have deals with other agents and this kind of stuff too. You can work, you can always work out a deal. Obviously you know that. So you got a deal, but then your clients buy more. And again, I don't actually, I don't know what your, what your focus is, but um, you know, my focus is investors. I want investors to buy it and sell real estate with me. That's what I want. Believe it or not, all the work we do in property management, it makes, I mean, I make a lot of money in property management, but I still, it's still not as profitable percentage wise as selling a house. There's really almost oh, nothing, yeah. almost nothing is because you have to have staffing for, for property management and, and STR management. So everything we do is built around the idea of servicing investors, right? And so I know what, who I am and most agents don't like, you know, they're all over the place. I'm an investor focused business. Um, that's our, that's our bread and butter always will be. And so what do we do? And I, and I'm always going to be evolving to better service our investors. And so property management is key for that. Um, I think it's actually the, the number one priority, whether you do it or not, is to make sure management is set up and organized and the client has an amazing experience with that because then they're going to come back and buy. I mean, I've got clients that buy a house a year. I've got clients that buy five a year. They're all equally important, right? Um, you know, mom and pops will buy a house every time they save, they save the 20% down. And I got people pay cash for a house. If there's a deal, I send it to them, they'll pay cash and buy it. I mean, that's that's what I want. Yeah. And I, and I think that's the true beauty. I, you have an exceptional business, in my humble opinion, from the perspective that you are from start to finish, that you're full service, just like what, what I have created here as well, where it's like, buy it with me. I'll make it super stupid easy. We will manage. We will make you more money than you could have done it by yourself. And when you're ready to dump it, we'll also sell it for you. Yeah. So you don't have to go anywhere else. Like, <laughs> I, I design you know, short-term rentals. I'll design them for them too. I charge them for that too. I charge five grand, and I, I, I kind of get so close. I've like, like, I, what do I? You know, is that is that my business strategy? Is the five grand important to me? Not really, but um, you know, if I don't do it, they won't. They won't do. It. They won't buy a short-term rental. So I, I charge them. I, I'll man. Yeah, you know, it's like it's, it's it's every little part of the process investor needs. I try to fill that up. And then it'll change next year, by the way. And the market changes. Like some, it'll be different opportunities next year. Uh, maybe one day I get into international uh, consultation and take investors to foreign countries. I spend a lot of time in Latin America. I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking long term. What happens if this stuff stops working? And where else can I go for investors? Like whatever it takes to, to serve investors, I will do it. Yeah, but you continue to innovate, and you you are very much focused on the needs, and then you figure out how to fill the gap. Most people are like, I am here. I'm not getting up. Out of my little box thing over, you know, to quote unquote a system, it's like they got to just come to me and this is what I offer and this is the menu and it is what it is. You got to take it like a five star seasonal high end luxury restaurant where the menu changes seasonally depending on where we are in the market. And then you got the personal chef experience, you know? Hey, one last thing I'll say real quick because uh, I actually think it's really important. Um, if you don't know who your client is, clearly start with that. Who's your client, right? So if your client is an investor, then this is, this is your podcast. If it's not an investor, then, then think about it. If my, like if, I, if my client is a first-time home buyer, that's who I work with no matter what, you still got to change all the time, right? Especially now, like you got to change. You got to be innovative. You have to think outside the box. 
And that, and we didn't get into like seller financing. Like we, we're doing a lot of things for investors right now to get to find a way to overcome high interest rates, right? Um, and so I would say for every anybody in real estate, no matter what you do, you should have a, a clear idea who your primary client is and always be, always be thinking of that client. Now, I don't care if the market tanks, the market's surging. How do you help them and stick to that? Uh, because people will people will know you for that, right? Like I know agents that target elderly elderly people, people in life. I mean, divorce, whatever it is. Uh, people will know you for that, and they'll, they'll send you business. It just comes your way when you focus on something. That's Beautiful, what. I love it. And I think this is a good note for me to turn the microphone over to you, wrap this show up here, and give you the floor for anybody who's looking to buy and sell in the Vegas area. Maybe join your team or become an investor with you and let you manage their properties. How can somebody get in touch with you? Give me a call. I'm at 702-302-3725. Sorry, I can't remember my own phone number. 702-302-3725. Give me a call. Text me. Um, I'm, I'm easy to find. And that's my number. You'll get me. And um, I work with agents all over the world. I work with uh, investors all over the world. Um, and if you're looking forward to be easy, that's what we do. It's, it's actually our team. Uh, it's our team. Uh, one word is easier. Um, so my goal is to make make it easier. Um, and we take complicated things and make it easy. Um, so uh, if you need to consult with a client, I do that too. I'll do whatever, whatever. My job is to talk about real estate with as many people as I can. That's my. I love it. I love it. And before we fully wrap up, I have three rapid fire questions for you. And whatever comes to your mind first, as one word answers as close as possible. You ready? Yeah, right. A person, book, audiobook, podcast, or something that you're listening to that's growing your mind. Pick one. Uh, who, not how book. Love it. Your goal for the next 12 months. Uh, buy a finca in Colombia. What do you think is going to be stopping you from doing that? Myself, always. <laughs> Aha. You know, that's such that's such a common common answer here from our top producers that we feature in the show. You're nothing short of that. Thank you, Sean, for coming um, on the podcast today. It was an absolute amazing time having you. And for everybody else, we'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. 